Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Here's a new episode of the podcast. Uh, But before we get started properly, I would just like to tell you about one of my sponsors, as I usually do here at the beginning of episodes. Uh, And today I'm talking to you again about italki. Um, italki is the service that I talk about the most in these uh, short promotions at the beginning of episodes. And what I usually say about italki is that basically if you want to kind of um, get some one-to-one lessons um, and you don't really have any access to teachers, then you can use italki to do that through Skype, and it's really convenient. But in fact, really, there are there's more to it than that. It's not just um, you know getting one-to-one lessons. There's sort of like, let's say, three or four different things. So first of all, the one-to-one lessons with, with teachers. Secondly, you can choose to have uh, conversations with native speakers, and those are usually cheaper. So they're not qualified teachers, but they are native speakers of English and you can connect with them in order to basically talk in English a lot. I mean, they can, they are, they can help you with your English. They might not have all of the training that the, the teachers have and that's why they're cheaper. Okay, so teachers, native speakers. And then the third thing is that there are loads of users on italki. It's like a huge community and uh, there are ways in which you can, you know, you, you create your profile and you can then meet other users. And there are like thousands and thousands of users on italki. And the thing is that you can use that uh, network to find language partners. So if you're trying to learn English, there are probably going to be English native speakers on there as users who want to learn your language too. All right. So, you know, you can, all, you can just sign up. You don't have to buy the lessons. You can just sign up and then uh, find a language partner and then, you know, like chat with them. And that's free. That's completely free. So anyway, go to, go to italki and have a look. You might discover that it's a really great way to improve your English in many ways, not just through one-to-one lessons. There's also a great community of people on there. Many of them listeners to this podcast. There's loads of Lepsters using italki and I often get good feedback about it. Um, and you can get that discount with them as well. So go to teacherluke.co.uk slash talk and uh, you'll get, uh, if you buy some lessons or talking time, italki will send you a voucher worth 100 credits. Okay, quite a long promotion here, but um, I think, I like to think that it's useful information for you because I do think the service is good. All right, then that's enough of a promotion. Now let's start with the episode properly. And here's the jingle. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. It's uh, sort of late afternoon on a Thursday in January. The rain is pouring down outside. It's all grey and miserable out there. The conditions are perfect for doing an episode of Luke's English Podcast. Uh, I'm Standing in the kitchen to do this one, I decided that I would record this podcast on my feet. Um, I do this sometimes because it's quite nice to sort of have a bit of variety. I find if I'm sitting down, I just sit there hunched over the microphone. Um, I Sometimes it's just easier to speak, easier to communicate when I'm standing up. It's a bit like when I'm teaching. Sometimes I'm standing up next to the the, the whiteboard, the interactive whiteboard. I'll be standing there. Move. There's a lot more physical movement um, I feel like I'm a bit more communicative when I'm on my feet. Maybe it's just how I feel. You might not notice any difference. Um, anyway, here's a new episode for you. And this one is basically going to be like a sort of general overview, uh, taking stock of 2016 and looking forward to 2017. Um, and it's just sort of a general ramble, really. Um, and uh, so I'm going to go through some podcast statistics for you. I thought that you might find it interesting to hear about some of the stats for, for the last 12 months, um, including things like the total number of uh, listens that uh, Luke's English podcast had uh, during 2016, um, and also 
other stuff like the most popular episodes, the five most popular episodes of last year, um, and also my top countries for um, listening to this podcast. So I'll go through some of those statistics. Um, also, um, we're going to just kind of consider the coming year in terms of um, like your resolutions, if you've got any New Year's resolutions. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, some of my New Year's resolutions, um, including stuff about my French, my learning of French. This isn't going to be a full podcast about my French uh, learning or my French not learning, because there hasn't been a great deal of learning going on. Not that I can notice anyway. Um, and well, that's part of the reason why I've made that one of my resolutions this year, because uh, you know I've really got to pull my socks up and turn over a new leaf and uh, you know really sort of get down to business with the French. It just has to uh, get better. And it's one of the things that um, is a bit, let's say, one of the things I have a hang-up about, because I do have a bit of a hang-up about my French, one of the reasons for that is because, obviously, as an English teacher of, you know, 15 years experience, then I do know a thing or two about sort of strategies for learning a second language. Uh, I'm really aware of those things, like well aware of them. Um, but I'm but I'm also well aware of how I'm not applying myself to those things. I've talked about that kind of stuff briefly on the podcast before. But anyway, I'm just going to talk about some resolutions about my learning of French. And also, I'd like you to think about um, your approach to learning English uh, over the next 12 months or so. And um, I just want to sort of talk to you about some suggestions for language learning habits that uh, both you and I could... Um, could take on uh, this year. All right. So let's think about uh, the coming 12 months from the point of view of language learning. And also, if there's time, I'd like to just talk to you about some books that I received for Christmas. Uh, Because um, for Christmas uh, last month, I got mainly books. I just seem to just get everyone just gave me books. I don't know what people are trying to say. Like you need to you really need to do more reading, Luke. You, You really need to, you know, become a better person. I don't know. Uh, I got books and I got clothes. It was like sweaters. So I got like a couple of nice uh, woolen sweaters. Sounds very boring and middle-aged, doesn't it? But you should see them. Oh, God, they look good. Um, So anyway, I got a couple of sweaters and a couple of shirts. Nice, nice stuff. It's quite smart and yet casual. Good for, you know, anyway. So I've got clothes and I've got a load of books and I've got a huge pile of books on the table. Um, and in fact, this pile of books is just the stuff that I got in December. And I'm just going to have to add that pile of books to the other much bigger pile of books that I've just built up over the last few years. Because you're probably like me, I imagine. Uh, you probably have uh, somewhere in your house or flat or something, you've probably got a pile of books, Right books that you have to read, books that people have given to you, like, oh, you really must read this book. It's really fantastic. It's absolutely brilliant. It's so gripping. I think you're going to love it. I don't know if you've got any friends who speak like that, but anyway. No, really, you know, really, you should. I know, I know you're really going to love this book. Actually, I don't have any friends who speak like that. But there are people who speak like that. No, but really, darling, you really must read this book. It really is sensational. Have you read it, darling? Oh, my God. God, darling, it's amazing. Uh, you really have to read it. Yes. Which, wh- what is it? It's Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. What? Um, not a bad book. Not a bad book. Anyway, what am I saying? So I've got a pile of books that I got this December. And I just want to talk to you about the books um, because I just want to talk to you about them because they look brilliant. I can't wait to read them. And uh, also, I'm just sort of encouraging you to read more um, all right. And these books might give you a bit of inspiration. Okay, then. So uh, let's talk about 2016 a little bit. So plenty of people said that 2016 was a pretty crap year, mainly because of what happened in like the geopolitical situation in general, a lot of turmoil, uh, but also because of the number of well-loved celebrities that died. In fact, David Bowie um, died almost a year ago to this day. Uh, and in fact, um, 
that was one of the first things I talked about on the podcast in 2017, wasn't it? David Bowie. I think I did a, an episode on Star Wars first. Episode 321 was about Star Wars. And then uh, there was a couple of episodes about my family. So there was With the Thompsons. And then there was uh, those episodes with Ollie Thompson. And then I think it was uh, David Bowie. So uh, a year ago, yeah. And I saw a really great documentary on uh, YouTube. It was actually initially broadcast on the BBC just a few days ago. Someone has ripped it from the BBC and uploaded it onto YouTube. Um, so you might be able to watch it. And if, if I can, I'll embed it onto my website so you can see it. But if you're a David Bowie fan like I am, and you might not be, but anyway, I am, you might want to see it. It's called the David Bowie, The Last Five Years. And it covers... Well, it covers his whole career, really, but focusing on the last five years, that period where David was sort of a bit more private and um, was very secretive about the work that he was doing, the period in which he discovered that he was sick, that he was ill with cancer, and uh, it's the period in which his work became a lot more sort of profound in a way because of the, the because he knew about his own mortality, you know, he knew that he was going to die, and... Anyway, it was moving and it was inspiring and fascinating. Um, so check it out. David Bowie, The Last Five Years. Um, all right. So, yeah, the last, like 2016 was pretty rubbish, according to most people, it seems. Uh, I don't know how it was for you. How was it for you? Was Did you have a good year, basically? Um, I mean, it's, you know, just because all these celebrities died and uh, the world's going all weird. Uh, maybe you had a fantastic time. For example, I know that Paul Taylor, for example, had a really great year. Um, and, uh, you know, his story that he quit his job and um, then went into doing comedy full time and it all paid off. And now here he is on television being successful, being featured in newspapers and things like that. So, you know, maybe you had a magnificent year despite the general trend, uh, which it was was negative. But let's focus on the positive. Actually, was the general trend negative? I guess that's um, a point of debate, isn't it? Um, anyway, um, 2016 was actually a pretty good year for Luke's English podcast. In fact, it was the best year ever uh, for this podcast in terms of, um, really in terms of like downloads, in terms of uh, uh, the number of plays my episodes got and stuff like that. Uh, best year ever. Uh, also, the podcast was nominated for a British Council Elton Award, which um, was amazing uh, because that's a really that's a, that's really sort of high praise. If you get nominated for that award, it means that you must be doing something right. Um, I didn't win the award, but I was very pleased to be nominated and to go to the the red carpet event, which was this glamorous event in the TEFL industry. TEFL that's teaching English as a foreign language. It's about as glamorous as it gets in TEFL, which is not really that glamorous. But anyway, there was a red carpet. There were champ. There was uh, cocktails and champagne, and uh, you know, meeting and greeting people, industry stuff. Uh, anyway, that happened. And as I said, I've had more listens uh, in the last twelve months than I have in in previous years. In fact, the figures for my podcast, the sort of numbers. Uh, like audience numbers, downloads, have been going up steadily since I started the podcast. Uh, when I started it in 2009, in April, you know, when I did the first couple of episodes, you know, I was just getting a couple of, just a hundred people, then it became a thousand and it kept growing and then I hit 10,000 downloads per episode and um some of the episodes of the last six months have hit more than a hundred thousand downloads, um, and like one of the one or two of them hit a hundred over a hundred thousand over a hundred thousand downloads within just a couple of weeks of them being uploaded, which is amazing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the the general trend for the podcast has been that the figures have been going up, um, sort of fairly steadily. Uh, uh, since I started. But for some reason this year, they kind of shot up significantly um, in September. Uh, there was a big spike in March. One of the episodes I uploaded in March 
just got really popular. I'm not sure why. So there's a big spike in March and then the trend is kind of growing. It sort of stagnates a little bit in August because, you know, people are doing other things and I didn't upload as many podcasts in August. And then um, and then they picked up in September and then like in September, in fact, they went really high and they stayed pretty high for the rest of the year. And in December, there were several large spikes, a lot of interest in December just before Christmas. That's, that's when the podcast has been most... Um, uh, popular over the last 12 months. Um, so let me give you some more specific statistics here. And we'll start with the number, the, the total number of downloads for this podcast for the last 12 months. So in fact, the, these numbers don't come just from 2016. In fact, it's from like t- the 12th of, of January until the uh, the 12th of January 2016 until the 12th of January 2017. Um, uh, that's what these figures relate to, okay? Uh, because um, Audio Boom will only give me statistics for the last 12 months at a time. So I'm reading from the last 12 months up to today. So total number of downloads. Any idea? Now, this is across all of my episodes, and there's over 400 episodes now. Um, but total number, and I'm not even sure I should be telling you this. I don't know why. Something in me tells me, ah, you probably shouldn't be giving away all this information, Luke. And then, uh, you know, and then I think, well, why not? Why shouldn't I tell them? And then I think, well, it's just private, isn't it? You know, it's like, these are your statistics. It's like inside information. It's not necessarily public info. And then the other side of me thinks, yeah, but, you know, it's good. The numbers are good. You should be proud. You should be proud. You should be proud to tell people that you're a success. It's The podcast is going really well. And then I think, yes, but, you know, think about the shrewd, business side, you know, it's that people shouldn't know these numbers, you should just negotiate these figures. You know, you, sh- you don't people don't need to know the numbers. It should just be about what you can negotiate. If you're talking about things like sponsorship, the potential for more sponsors. And then, you know, the other side of me goes, yes, but Luke, again, I refer you to my previous point, the podcast is a success. Let people know that you've got a lot of downloads and sponsors might be attracted, people might want to um, gain access, a little bit of access to your audience. It could help to sort of uh, help you to do this podcast as a profession, um, professional podcaster, or, you know, you could use it as a launching pad. And then I think to myself, yes, but I've been talking about that for years, haven't I? Anyway, all right, then enough of all this, enough of all this. Let me just tell you. So uh, for the past 12 months, the podcast has been downloaded a total of, are you ready? Drum roll. That's a drum roll. Uh, 9,432,580 times. Yes, that's right. 9,432,580 times. Now, I've no idea if those people listened all the way till the end of each episode. If I could, if I knew that, then, you know, that would help. Um, I imagine that uh, some of those are people going, oh, what's this? Luke's English podcast. Let's have a listen click. You're listening to Luke's English, but oh no, I don't want to listen to that. You know, it could be that. That might count as one of those numbers. It could just be that, or it could be someone sort of like falling asleep and leaning on the computer and then the podcast starting. That counts as one. Or it could be like when your cat, you know, steps on the keyboard when you're at work and then Luke's English podcast is playing on a loop in your apartment when you're not there. That probably counts as well. You know, there's probably lots of examples of these numbers accounting, you know, being... Anyway, still, it's pretty good, right? 9432580. Yeah. Rub your eyes. And look at that again. 9,432,580. Bloody hell. Yep. um, That's good. Uh, What about um, in terms of uh, age group... um, what, how old are the Lepsters? What do you think? Well, the mo- the largest uh, age group for this podcast, 39% of the audience uh, are aged between 25 uh, and 34 years old. Okay. Um, then the next largest age group, 21% of my audience is between 18 and 24 years old. And then the next largest group, 21%, again, is aged between 35 and 44. So, the vast majority of my audience are aged between uh, 18 and 44 years old. So 
uh, young-ish. Um, then in the 45 to 54 years old category, there's 11%. And then 5% are... 55 to 64 years old, and then 3% are over 65 years old. Um, So I guess that's not really surprising. People are fairly young listening to this. I suppose that's probably because of attitudes towards learning English using technology or sort of, you know, I guess that generally podcasting is a young person's thing or a youngish person's thing. It doesn't have to be, of course. I know I've got plenty of listeners who are um, you know, sort of older than me. And that's fantastic. I love having a wide range of different ages listening to this podcast. I really do. I, I like that. I like the, the fact that my audience is quite diverse and broad, that you're from different countries, that you are from different ages, that you're from different backgrounds. Um, I think that's, that's just great. Personally, I really enjoy talking to all of you. And I sincerely hope that you enjoy listening to me too, and that you haven't just fallen asleep and your elbow has like nudged the play button on your MP3 player or something or that, you know, right. Uh, What about in terms of gender? Do you think my podcast is more popular with men or with women? What do you think? Who listens more, girls or boys? Well, according to my statistics, um, it's 50-50. It's an exact 50-50 split between female and male. Um, which again is quite good because it means I've got sort of broad appeal, I suppose. It's, uh, there it is, 50-50. Right, I guess the, you know, the, I guess the guys listen to me because they're like, yeah, bloke, I like listening to a bloke. I like listening to another man. It's like the male point of view. I can associate with him. And uh, I like to imagine that the girls listen to this going, oh, he's got such a lovely voice. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Just flattering myself there, but, you know, let me off, let me... Uh, don't judge me. Um, anyway, so there you go. By the way, these statistics all come from Audio Boom, and I think that they get these statistics through my RSS feed. I'm not quite sure how they get how they know this. Uh, I don't know how reliable this information is, but I suppose based on what, based on the subscriptions through iTunes and subscriptions through other services and stuff like that, they got they get some details about age and gender. Um, I mean, who knows? This this might just be the tip of the iceberg, these numbers. It could just be the tip of the iceberg. There could be many more people listening to this that are not included in these numbers. I know for a fact that the podcast is shared uh, around a lot on uh, torrenting sites. So if you download my podcast from a torrenting site or if you are uploading my stuff onto a torrenting site, then obviously all those listens and downloads and transfers and stuff, they don't show up in my statistics. Um, so that they're like ghost f- numbers. Ghost numbers. Should be a movie. That should be a film, shouldn't it? The ghost numbers. And, you know, Sir Kenneth Branner. Ghost numbers. Who would be in that? Liam Neeson, obviously, would be in that. You know, I don't, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know how many of you there are. I don't have the right numbers. I know there are a lot of ghost numbers. Something like, I don't know. Hollywood, make that movie. Okay. Um, so there could be more. Could be more than this. Right, top five episodes, according to my statistics, which are surprising. These aren't the episodes I expected people to have listened to the most. And I don't really know why they are the most popular, but they are. What do you think? If you can think of all the episodes I've done since episode 321 about Star Wars, going through all of the, the back catalogue of the last, uh, uh, the last year, do you remember all that stuff? I'm just trying to, just trying to find a list of my episodes here. Uh, do de do There, just a quick run through from uh, the year we had. Some highlights for me. Okay, some of the ones I enjoyed. I enjoyed them all, to be honest with you. But there was the Star Wars one about episode seven. Then there was with the Thompsons, where I t- spoke to my family in the living room. There's the two episodes about David Bowie, which were very personal to me. You know, there were two episodes in which I spoke to my cousin Oliver about st- about f- the future. Uh, there was the photo competition. There was an episode where I taught people how to cook one of my mum's recipes. There was a rambling chat with my brother where we sat down and talked about news and stories and made a few jokes. There was one all about Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, there were several 
episodes devoted specifically to focusing on your English and strategies and habits and methods that you could use to improve your English, including um, a popular episode with Ollie Richards, the polyglot from England. We talked about different advice and strategies. There was an episode about misheard lyrics, which was a lot, uh, a lot of fun. A few interviews. I interviewed Craig Whelan from Inglis Podcast. I interviewed my old friend Carrick Cameron about a crazy story in which he uh, drank loads of whiskey at a meeting in Germany. Um, uh, there was the story with my friend Moz about his uh, his tours about murder mysteries. Just lo- loads of stuff. Plenty of Amber and Paul action um, and loads of that stuff. Some rambling ones. There was quite a lot of stuff about comic book movies, maybe a little bit too much on comic book movies, unless you're a fan, of course. Brexit, of course, was one of the big stories of the year, and I did a a bunch of episodes about that, including one with my dad, uh, several episodes, in fact, with my dad talking about the whole Brexit situation. Also, my reactions to the Brexit result, um, and also I talked about the European football championships, uh, quite a lot of Brexit stuff. Uh, Muhammad Ali, the 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 episode all about Muhammad Ali and the the big fight, the Rumble in the Jungle against George Foreman. Um, what else? Some fun conversations with Alex Love, in which we talked about a load of old nonsense, but it was really good fun to do. Pokemon Go. What happened to Pokemon Go? It went, didn't it? Pokemon Go. Pokemon went. More like, oh, terrible joke, but there it is. Pokemon Go was like this big sensation. Everyone was talking about it and just... Just nothing about it now. I'm sure some people are still playing it, but nothing like the same number of people who were uh, before. Um, I spoke to Rob Ager from Liverpool, who's got these kind of wacky ideas about movies. um, And you you could listen to his Liverpool accent. Oh, lots of stuff. Uh, some na- uh, some anecdotes from my family, um, uh, the awful, horrible, uh, evil game show that my dad uh, did with me, which was called Who Wants to Be Good at English, which was just this nasty uh, set of questions designed to make me fail. Um, and uh, Thailand, the holiday in Thailand, the anecdote competition was launched, more conversations with Amber and Paul, uh, Ian Moore, the, the, the mod with the cool uh, dress sense was on the podcast as well, uh, Breaking the Intermediate Plateau and some other ones about uh, uh, sort of ways to improve your English, uh, the presidential election, uh, more interviews with my dad and with Alexander Van Walsam, uh, his funny interview about sort of cultural differences and language differences and things like that. Um, and you, I think you can remember the rest. There was uh, the Pink Gorilla story, the conversation with uh, Molly. Pink Gorilla story, was, I enjoyed that one a lot. The ones I enjoy the most are the ones where I'm just sort of farting around having fun and also the ones where I've got other people when I'm interviewing other people. But to be honest, every episode is a joy. Um, okay, the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> competition, another more competition results, listening to my audience with their anecdotes, um, and Christmas, and then here we are. Okay, right, so which one do you think is the most popular? Well, here we go. The fifth most popular episode was number 396, the Luke's English Podcast Anecdote Competition Round 2. Yep, that was the episode in which you heard, like, I guess it was 10 anecdotes from the uh, listeners who got through to the second round of the anecdote competition, uh, the one that was ultimately won by Christina from Russia, and I did speak to her on the podcast, and what a lovely uh, chat that was, what a lovely voice, and what a generally lovely, charming human being. Um, So, yes, 396, the anecdote competition round two, was the fifth most popular episode of the year. All right. Um, Next one, number four, was episode 398, which was called The US Election Ramble Plus Message Plus Song. That's an episode in which I kind of rambled on about the uh, presidential election result from the USA. Um, And I guess that one received a lot of listens because of the timely nature in which I uploaded it, because I uploaded it like just like the day after or just a few hours after the, the election result was announced and I just sort of rambled on about it and played my guitar a little bit. Uh, I guess people listened to that just because they, you know, they were activated by the by the, the story, you know, by the news. Um, uh, episode 337 
uh, was called Murder Mile Walks. This is the third most popular episode of the year. Episode 337, Murder Mile Walks, Stories of London's Most Infamous and Shocking Murders. That was that conversation that I had with my mate, Moz, uh, while he's the guy who was, you know, he was... He was on his boat because he lives on a boat in London. So he was on his boat with his dongle out of the window. Do you remember? And we talked about uh, the the uh, kind of tourist tours that he does around the walking tours he does around parts of London, which are based around sites of historic crimes, murders and serial killers and things like that. We talked about that. We He told us some of the stories of these uh, weird crimes. That one was massively popular. That's the episode that spiked in popularity in March when it was uploaded. You can see it in the statistics, just a big spike in March. And it's had over like 120,000 downloads, that one, which, um, I mean, in comparison to some of the videos and stuff you see on YouTube, which get, you know, millions of views and things, for a for an audio podcast, that's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that. Um, of course, it's possible to get more numbers and... Uh, you know, I'm sure there are ways for me to, you know, increase my audience. But anyway, considering it's a part-time thing, I'm quite happy with that. Um, Murder Mile Walks. Why do you think that one was so popular? So much more popular than than the others. Like, big spike there in, in terms of uh, audience. Maybe people love murder. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, do you love murder? <laughs> Strange question, Maybe. But uh, I don't know why that one was uh, so um, appealing. I mean, obviously, Moz is a a wonderful person to listen to. I should have him on the podcast again, apparently. But maybe it's murder. Maybe I should have more murder on the podcast. Luke's English podcast with murder. Luke's English murder. Luke's murder podcast. Or just murder. That's the name of the podcast for 2017. Murder. Yeah, formerly known as Luke's English Podcast. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's murder that people are drawn to. They're sort of morbidly fascinated by it. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe it's just, you know, um, what's the word for it? Uh, Algorithms, you know? Algorithms. Maybe it's just the, the words that I included in the title just meant that that episode was sort of featured in Google search results, or I don't know. Anyway... Maybe it was just damn good, Luke. Maybe that's it. Perhaps. No idea. What do you think? Can you account for these episodes being more popular than others? I mean, you are the people who listen to them. Listen to them? What's them? It's not a word. You are the people who listen to them, after all, right? So you tell me. What is it that you thought was appealing about these episodes? Um, Second most popular episode of the year was a recent one featuring Amber... Uh, and it's episode 409 called A Christmas Mega Ramble with Amber Minogue. That one was uh, uploaded less than a month ago, and it's already hit like mega, mega downloads. Um, And it was a long episode as well. In fact, interestingly enough, uh, the top three episodes of this podcast for the last uh, 12 months have all been over one hour and 20 minutes long. Uh, They've all been nearly an hour and a half in length, some of them more than an hour and a half in length, which kind of makes you think about this whole idea that my podcast should be short, because people constantly tell me, oh, I listened to your podcast. It's a bit long, isn't it? You know, that's what people always say to me. I think that they've probably got a good point. I'm sure that the podcast could get more downloads and would be more successful and more shared if the episodes were shorter. And it's kind of one of my resolutions for the year is to try and keep it brief. I say that, I've already been talking for 30 minutes and I haven't achieved what I wanted to achieve in this episode yet. But anyway, I've talked about the length of my episodes before, but, you know, trust me, I know uh, about uh, the the sort of, what, implications of having longer episodes and, and how that might affect my audience sort of participation. I don't know, for example, if people listen all the way to the end of my episodes. Maybe they just listen for 15 minutes and then they're like, I can't, I can't take it anymore. I just stop it. And then they listen to the next one, 15 minutes, and they're like, oh, I'm choking. I don't know. Um, or maybe you listen all the way to the end and you're like, mm, yum, 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 yum. English, 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 English. Give me more of this lovely English pie. Yum, yum, yum. Slurp, slurp, slurp. Drink the milkshake of English. I don't know. Let me know. You know, you've got to tell me. 
what do you th- why do you think these episodes in particular were the top five? And what do you think about the length of my episodes? Too long? Too short? Uh, you know, too deep? Too shallow? Um, I will lis- I will listen to your feedback, and I I also reserve the right to not do anything about it because ultimately I know best because it's my podcast, right? And uh, you know, I'm I run things around here. I'm the boss around here. But I do appreciate your feedback. Okay, all right. So, um, second most popular episode was a Christmas mega ramble with Amber, and um, I mean Amber is just a wonderful. She's got an incredible voice. Just, it's just, uh, it it really is angelic almost. I mean, it's it's like of the gods, isn't it? Her voice. All right, Luke. No need to over egg the pudding. There's an idiom for you to over egg the pudding. If you over egg the pudding, it means you're doing too much. You're adding. T- it's just over the top too much. Don't over egg the pudding. I wonder what the equivalent is in your language in that one. Don't over egg the pudding, Luke. Anyway, Amber's always a, a charming addition to an episode along with Paul. Um, and uh, so maybe that's why that one was a big episode. Uh, but the number one episode of the year was episode number 392 which was called, What are the Most Essential Skills of a Good Foreign Language Learner? Now, that one makes sense to me. I understand why that one was the most popular of the year, because it makes total sense, because ultimately this podcast is all about learning English, and you want to improve your English, don't you? Yes, you do. Also, I imagine that you just enjoy listening to the podcast. I hope so. Um, Anyway, uh, there it is. So, Number one, the most essential skills of a good foreign language learner, uh, the most popular episode of the year, which I completely understand because um, that one's all about, well, it's, it, it does exactly what it says on the tin, doesn't it? Uh, it it's, it's about the most essential skills of a good foreign language learner. All right, then. Now, let's talk about the top countries in 2016. Now, when I do this on the podcast, when I talk about top countries for downloads, um, the, the temptation is to say hello to you in your language. But I'm not going to do it, okay? I'm not going to do it because you're only going to make fun of me. You're just going to make fun of me. And, uh, you, know, you know, I'm going to say hello in your language. It's going to embarrass me. Uh, so, you know, I'm not doing it, okay? All right, so 20th position, Canada. Hello, Canada. 19th position, Thailand. Kapunka. No, I don't, I'm not going to do it. Ah, oh, it's, so, it's so tempting to try and speak your language, but I can only disappoint you. That's the thing. I can only disappoint you w- w- with your language because I can't speak any of your languages. I mean, I can speak a little bit of French. Uh, more on that later. Anyway, Canada, 20th position. 19th position, Thailand. 18th position, the Czech Republic. 17th position, Taiwan. In 16th position, Vietnam. In 15th position, Turkey. In 14th position, it's France. Bonjour tout le monde de France. La pays de fromage et vin rouge et vin blanc et des autres choses de vin. Okay, that was a bit of uh, French with a horrible English accent. Don't be negative, Luke. Don't beat yourself up, you know. It's all right. You speak with a bit of an English accent, but that's okay. You know, you just don't be negative. The glass is half full. Be positive. Okay, I will be. Bon. Uh, 13th position, Australia. Good day, mate. How are you going? Uh, 12th position, Brazil. 11th position, Italy. And, you know, Brazil, huge country, wonderful people. So much passion. Italy, s- slightly smaller country, looks like a boot. So much passion. Um, I'd like to say specific things about all of you, but I'm trying to fly through this list in fairly quick uh, fashion here. So the United States of America is in the 10th position. What? What are you doing listening to this? Why are you listening to this? Eh? You, sh- you know, are you sure that this is what you should be doing? Maybe you should focus on, I don't know, what the hell is your president doing? Uh, oh, bit of politics. Sorry. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's fine. Okay, good. Moving on. In ninth position, Ukraine. Ukraine. Who crane? Who cranes? Ukraine. I crane. He cranes. We crane. Uh, she cranes, Ukraine. What? Oh, that's the name of the. Co- of course, it's the name of the country, Ukraine. Uh, there you are, big 
country. Big, big country. Uh, <laughs> lots of listeners in Ukraine. Thank you for uh, your, uh, what, corn? Yeah, thanks for the corn, for the for the, the the crops that you produced, that you've always produced. Wonderful stuff. Uh, I'd, I'd like to visit your country one day, and uh, I'd like to see uh, the rolling hills of the Ukraine, um, and I'd like to meet the warm, generous people that I understand live in your country. Apparently, you're lovely people, and you're all lovely people, okay? You're, everyone's lovely, all right? Everyone in the world is lovely, unless you're not lovely, in which case, I don't care, but if you're lovely, then good, Fine. It doesn't matter which country you're from. You're all lovely. Eighth position, Germany. Hello. Hello, Germany. Seventh position, Poland. Hello, Poland. Sixth position, South Korea. Hello, South Korea. In fifth position, it's Spain. Hello, Spain. Hola. Donde esta los sombreros? Please, can you tell me where the... No one has told me where the hats are yet. I still need to know where they are, okay? So, if you know, if anyone knows where the hats are, please tell me. Mm-hmm. Donde están los sombreros? That's the phrase that I remember in Spanish because I studied Spanish for about five minutes at university. Um, I did. I took Spanish classes. I wasn't a very good student because I used to go to the Spanish class. And I'd sit there. To be honest, the Spanish teacher was an absolute disaster. She was a car crash. Not literally. I mean, it's just an expression. I don't. I don't believe she had a car. But anyway. She was a total disaster. I mean, oh, she used to arrive late. She was always stressed and flustered. She was dropping her books on the floor. Uh, I don't know where she was from. Uh, and she she was rubbish. <laughs> she seemed lovely. She seemed nice, but she would, did not know what she was doing. It was hilarious. And as a result, none of us learned any Spanish. And also, I was, you know, I was more interested in sacking off my classes and going to the pub and doing cool things at university because I was a cool, groovy university student, playing music, talking to girls and, you know, smoking rolled up cigarettes and, you know, all that kind of thing. Um, all right. So where was I? Spain. Where are the hats? Donde esta los sombreros? I still don't know where they are, so I'm still waiting for you to tell me where they are, okay? All right. Uh, in fourth position, it's the United Kingdom. Hello. Hello to the people of Britain. It's very nice to have you listening to my podcast. Why Why are you listening to this? Shouldn't you be, um, you know, working out the the exit strategy from uh, the European Union? Or at least maybe you should be lobbying the government and lobbying everyone to make sure that, you know, the best decision is taken and that uh, this all doesn't end up being a huge bloody disaster. Oh, sorry. 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 I'll put the politics down. Okay, just put the politics down there. Okay, all right then. Uh, watch out, there's some politics on the floor. Don't don't trip over the politics. Careful. Can health and safety? Yeah, health and safety. Yeah. Can you can you um can you put like a yellow uh, barrier around that, please? A bit of politics on the floor. Someone spilt some politics. It wasn't me. Can someone just uh, deal with that? Thank you. So United Kingdom, they're in fourth place. Uh, Japan in third place. Hello, Japan. Hello. Konnichiwa. Uh, genki o genki desu ka? Ohayou gozaimasu. Um, that's, uh, that's hello, how are you? How are you? Uh, good morning in, in Japanese. Where are the hats? I don't know how to say where are the hats. Hato, hato wa i desu ka? I don't know how to say it. I used to be able to say that. I can't because now... My brain is, you know, I'm not finishing that sentence. Uh, so, next, in second position, are you ready? Are you ready? Second position, it is, of course, Russia. There you are, Russia. They're always in a big hurry to listen to my podcast, always, uh, you know, moving as quickly as possible in order to get to listen to the podcast, always in a always rushing to listen to the podcast. Oh, sorry. Oop. Sorry, who left that joke on the floor? Jesus, it's dangerous around here. And then in um, in first position, it is China, of course. China, hello, China. Ni hao. Uh, I'm not going to embarrass myself by attempting to speak any more Chinese because I just can't do it. But anyway, it's really, really, really wonderful to have you listening to the podcast, China. So China in first, 
first first position. <laughs> okay, take a deep breath and carry on. I'm just getting excited, you see. I'm just getting excited because I'm talking to all my listeners in China and there's lots of them. And, you know, all right. So thank you very much for choosing to listen to my podcast, China. I appreciate your attention and I hope that it's helping. I hope it's helping with the English because I know English is important for all the stuff that you're doing. Yes. All right. Um, so there you go. That was the top 20 countries. Let's now look forward to the coming year. Um, and let's talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions. And I think this might be a good time to stop the podcast and make this into episode two. All right. That's exactly what I'm going to do now. So I'm stopping here. And the next episode of this podcast will be part two of this, which I imagine will be uploaded quite soon. Okay. All right. Was that a, was that a surprise? No, it wasn't. Surprise, Luke. No, everything's... We, we've come to expect this kind of behavior, Luke. No surprises anymore. After approaching eight years of this, we know, we know what you're going to say before you say it, to be honest. In fact, we know what you're thinking before you even think it. In fact, we control your brain. No, you don't. How dare you? My, it's my brain. Keep your hands off it. Okay, things got a little bit weird there, didn't they, on the, on the podcast? Um, don't hold it against me. Don't judge me for it. Um, it's all done in the name of uh, light-hearted entertainment. Thank you for listening to this episode in which I've been through statistics for 2016 uh, for my audience on this podcast. Uh, if, if you are a member of my audience, and I, I assume that you are since you're listening to this, then do give me your feedback. Tell me, like, for example, what was your favorite episode of the year? Um, which episode, uh, how did you dis discover the podcast? I'm, I'm curious to know. I want to know how people find, a, find out about the podcast because most of you are ninjas. I mean, I was saying that in China, a lot of you are ninjas because not many people from China comment on my website. I don't know if it's because the website's blocked or what, but I don't hear from many Chinese listeners. Um, but if you're a ninja from anywhere, I want to know who you are. I want to know what your name is. I want to know your bank details. I don't really want to know your bank details. That was just a joke. Don't send me your bank details. Okay. I'm not one of the, it's not one of those. It's not, that's not the point. It's not one. Of, I'm not, I am not one of those emails that you get. You know, those emails, I'm sure that you get them too. I get loads of them. Emails that say, uh, my wife and I would like to donate a billion pounds to you for no reason. You know, like, um, you know, I am writing on behalf of the respected Dr. Olu Phillips, who, uh, who uh, unfortunately is, uh, uh, is, has passed away recently from an unsuspected uh, uh, medical condition. And uh, we need some, we need to be able to give, we need, to, we need someone to, we have chosen you to be the benefactor of his uh, 12 million pound estate. Just give us your bank details and your name and your age and every other bit of information about you and we will send you the money. We're not going to take all your money. No, we're going to give you 12 billion pounds for no reason. Yeah. Do you ever get those emails? Those kind of scam emails? That it's like a, it's a phishing scam or it's just a scam, isn't it? Just to try and get your personal details. Yeah. I get them quite a lot. Uh, I delete them. Sometimes I read them and have a bit of a laugh because they're just full of complete crap. And it's, you can tell immediately, as soon as they've been sent to you, it's like, uh, my wife and I, no. I, I wonder actually sometimes, I wonder sometimes if those emails are from genuine, if they're real, like some rich billionaire uh, oil baron from some part of the world listening to my podcast and is like, let's donate you know, some, some kind of Daniel Lazenby Smythe character, like, uh, you know, some millionaire on his deathbed, you know, like, uh, nurse, nurse, you know, and he's it's on his deathbed. And uh, these are his final words, his last words before he dies. Yes, oh, look, uh, you know, Mr. Lazenby Smythe is speaking. What is it, Mr. Lazenby? Yes, yes, Luke's English podcast. What? Luke's English podcast? Luke, donate all, all my money. Oh, give it all to Luke Thompson. Like, what? Really? He said Luke Thompson, right? Luke's English podcast. Quick, email him immediately. 
I sometimes wonder if the email is going to be like genuine, you know, like who is this millionaire from some uh, sort of vague country who wants to donate all their money to me? I wonder if I've ever deleted an email from a genuine millionaire who wants to give me all their money. Uh, I'm not going to risk it. I'm just going to assume if someone's sending me that email that it's a scam. But if you are a listener to this podcast, uh, and if you're a millionaire, and if you have decided to give me all of your money for no good reason, uh, other than the fact that you're going to die, um, uh, then um, and I deleted the email, then just, I don't know, get in touch. Get in touch with me. Alternatively, donate it to charity. That would be a good thing to do, wouldn't it? Um, All right. So I'm going to stop here. And uh, in the next episode, I think I'll talk about New Year's resolutions and I'll bang on about French uh, and about ways of learning English in a fairly unspecific way, probably repeating some of the points I've made in previous episodes of the podcast. Um, And uh, I'll also talk about some other bits and pieces to having a bit of fun in the process. Oh, yeah, that's it. I was going to talk about books. You're just going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait to, to hear me talk about books on the podcast. You know, there's a, a million different things I could talk about on this uh, on this podcast, and I intend to, okay? So this, this isn't going to be the last you're going to hear of me. I will keep talking for some time, uh, unless I don't, and maybe I will stop. I don't know. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. I'll speak to you again soon. But for now, goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.